Listen up, small business founders, senior managers, and rising stars. Bill Ringle here. Welcome to another My Quest for the Best Booster episode, consisting of a favorite part of the episode book on track one and a related tip, tool, or technique to help you in your business on track two. Let's dive in. Today on track one, I'd like to share with you a deeper perspective on imperfectionism from Stephen Guise, author of How to Be an Imperfectionist. I looked it up in Wikipedia, and perfectionism is a personality trait characterized by a person striving for flawlessness and setting excessively high performance standards, accompanied by overly critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. Imperfectionists, says Stephen, benefit from reduced stress and greater results by taking positive action in more situations. The more fearless, confident, and free a person is, the less hold perfectionism has. Even though the word imperfectionism is less familiar than perfectionism, and certainly more awkward to say, it really reflects our natural state. It's perfectionism that has to be learned. Stephen writes, perfectionism is the artificial construct that constricts, rigidifies, and conforms behavior to an unreasonable standard. Imperfectionism is not laziness, low standards, contentment with failure, disinterest in excellence and improvement, or apathy. At its core, imperfectionism is pursuing and doing good things in life without so much as hoping for, let alone expecting, perfection. It's prioritizing, doing over doing well. This doesn't rule out doing things well. It only takes away the crippling fear of not doing well. The premise of imperfectionism, and this is key, is that having lower standards does not equate to getting worse results. It's a common false assumption that aiming for perfection gets you closer to it. The opposite is true. Embracing imperfection will bring you closer to perfection than a perfectionist mindset. A study referenced earlier in the book showed that perfectionistic students perform considerably worse than others in a writing assignment. Taking it one step further, accepting perfection doesn't mean thinking, oh, unfortunately, I've got to just accept this mindset for my well-being. If you frame imperfection as a necessary evil, it's not going to help you very much. It's better to internalize how and why it's your preferred way to live. The people who thrive are the ones who embrace perfectionism. I hope that you reflect on these ideas and examine your own life in all dimensions. I hope you find these distinctions from Stephen Guise's book, How to Be an Imperfectionist, useful in your work life and beyond. This is track two, where I share a related strategy, tool, or technique that I use to help members of my private coaching group. This one is called the 80-80 Go Principle, and it's aligned with breaking the hold that perfectionism has on you and any other business leaders in any area of your life. What I've observed is that perfectionism is often accompanied by two behavioral symptoms, paralysis and procrastination, also known as stuck installing. When you're stuck, you might be telling yourself that you're gathering more information. Chances are that more likely you're anxious about making a decision. That was where Chuck, a high-tech founder from Austin who's part of my private coaching program, was recently. He said he was going to start to publish on LinkedIn to raise his profile and give back to the community. Chuck had developed titles and outlines and had even seen a first draft, which he said he would publish by last Wednesday, and it was now a week later. The target word length is about 500 to 800 words, and Chuck clearly had plenty of material. When I asked how it was going, he said it was, quote, coming along. I said, let me restate my question, Chuck. From zero to 100%, how ready is your article to be published? Chuck said, 90, 95%. And I said, great, what's still left to do? And Chuck said he wanted to get a nice background graphic and add some images and so on that he had seen in other articles that he admired. I asked Chuck if he had thought about this since last week when he had finished his draft, and he said he would steal time to look at it and think about it several times a day. I asked if he would like to have an extra boost of energy and focus for the rest of the day if he would just be willing to follow my lead in the next 12 minutes or so. As soon as he agreed, I guided Chuck to set up a free Canva account and make a banner background from the templates, and then showed him how to upload his text and background graphic to LinkedIn. Chuck hit the publish button about 11 minutes later 
with his first post because the article was already written. When I asked how it felt to be across the finish line, he said, it's really cool to have an article published. I'd like to find out about how to make some different graphics and add more to the article. I reminded him that he would by the time that he published his next article in two weeks. The 8080 Go principle recognizes that once you reach 80% complete, you can make another pass to get 80% of the remaining 20% complete, which brings you to 96% complete. When you get to this level, you go and share your work because your words, stories, and ideas can only help people once they're shared. Now, there are obvious ex exceptions, of course. When I get on an airplane, I really want the hatch to be 100% closed before takeoff. I want a surgeon to finish 100% of any procedure. But in the context of most work, when you feel like you have to meet an unreachable standard, remember the 80-80 go principle and give yourself permission to go forward and credit for completion. Let me know what you think of the 80-80 go principle, the technique for getting past procrastination, paralysis, and perfectionism. This is Bill Ringel, host of My Quest for the Best and founder of Grow Business Now. Each week, I work with overwhelmed managers in privately held high-tech firms and help them become admired leaders who can grow and scale the business. Follow and connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter, and let me know what parts of this booster episode that you found useful as an ambitious small business leader. I'm so glad you're here. You really make a difference.